Hi there, welcome to the Fearless Lady Podcast. I am your host, the Fearless Lady, Charlene Light. When I turned 40, I decided to create a really fun challenge for myself by stepping into my fears 40 different ways. I tackled fears around aging, going after my dreams, and even finding true love. This podcast is about that journey and how it transformed my life and how you can start looking at your fear as an invitation to step into your worth, invite more freedom, joy, and fun back into your life. Life can be an adventure. Live the life of your dreams. Well, hello. Welcome back to another edition of The Fearless Lady. Welcome, welcome. I hope that everyone is doing well. I I know it's been um, a few weeks since the last episode um, came out, so I want to just you know, apologize. Things have been really excitingly crazy in a good way. I have completed a psychic boot camp course, which was 10 weeks, and I'm right in the middle of doing all of these practice sessions. And what that means is I'm doing what's called soul reading. So I'm connecting with your soul and asking for higher guidance, insight around purpose, next steps, things like that. So it's super exciting, and um, I know that in the next month or so, I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be offering it, um, so you can get a reading as well. So yeah, so that's what I've been up to, as well as um, working with my clients, doing the fearless coaching, and I have a group coaching program that I am launching next week called Ignite Your Light, and it's a seven week course, and I'm really excited about that. That also includes a soul reading and coaching session at the end. So if you're interested, I will tag it in the show notes. And let's go ahead and get started with this episode. Um, this one is really funny because I. I didn't imagine doing this when I first started my fearless acts. I it was something that progressed, which you know I'll tell you in a minute. Um, naked yoga, basically. I was not somebody that was comfortable getting naked. I was not somebody that um, felt comfortable in my body. Um, I didn't grow up, you know, with. I didn't grow up in a household where we were walking around naked or anything like that. So for me, and because I, and I mentioned this before in previous episodes, because I have more of a voluptuous body in that I have big breasts and I have hips, um, there was always attention um, paid to me because of my body and I didn't like it. It was over-sexualized attention. Um, I can just walk down the street and get catcalled and it was like really, I, I hated it. So the last thing I thought of was I'm going to get naked and do naked yoga. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at this point in my my journey, I felt, you know, what would really scare me and is it possible that I can feel comfortable in my body doing something, doing a yoga practice that I've done, you know, for over 15 years? Like, would that change how I felt, you know? So I was really curious about all of that. And, you know, like I said, it was a progression. It started with, you know, I, I mean, I think it was episode 10 where I took off my shirt and I was just wearing a sports bra in a yoga class. And that was like, oh. <gasps> 
you know, that was a big deal for me. And then to cut to, I think it was episode 18 where I stood in front of, you know, strangers for an art class and I was nude, you know, while having my period, which was like so scary. Um, So it definitely progressed. And then I did the burlesque dancing. And so all of these were sort of, all of these acts sort of progressed to get me to a place where, you know, by episode, not episode, but by Fearless Act 39, what would it feel like if I went and did a naked yoga class. And I didn't just go, I didn't seek out just like to go to one that was all female. I was like, what would it feel like if it was co-ed? So here I was, I'll never forget it. I was in my apartment. I was Google searching, you know, naked yoga classes. And there was some weird stuff that I was finding that just looked really creepy. Um, You know, you can just get a vibe from a website and you're like, okay, that's not for me. Well, there was this one yoga studio in Chelsea and it was called, uh, what was it called? Bold and, you know what, it's in my blog, which I'll read in a minute. But so it was one yoga, yoga studio where they had regular yoga and then they had, you know, naked yoga. And they also had two versions. So they had a co-ed naked yoga class and then they had an all male naked yoga class because it was in Chelsea. So obviously I'm assuming a lot of gay men like to... <laughs> like to go naked and just be free and take the yoga class. So it was, um, so I go on the website and I saw that the class was happening that night. So I feel you have to fill out a little questionnaire, um, which I thought was really helpful because you're weeding out just anybody off the street, you know, and, um, once you get accepted, then you can show up and go. So I'm going to read to you what I wrote and then I'll go into more details. Fearless act number 39, I survived naked yoga. Okay, I admit it. I was weirded out by the whole idea of naked yoga. Just who goes to these classes anyway? What are the benefits? Is it all just a gimmick, a peep show? And could I make it through one of these classes without giggling like a teenager? I was about to find out. Before signing up for my first co-ed naked yoga class, I had to fill out a little questionnaire online, which I assume is to keep out the creepies. I sent in my little application and was promptly accepted by the owner. Yay! I mean, I think... On my way to the studio, I felt uneasy and nervous. I stopped by my nearest liquor store and purchased a package of plain M&Ms. What? I never do that. Maybe it was the nerves, or maybe I was regressing to a child, or maybe I just needed a sugar fix to calm me down. With each M I devoured, I shook my head in disapproval at both my decision to eat these candies and at what I was about to do. I kept looking around the subway train, anxiously ready to announce, I'm headed to a naked yoga class. Somebody stop me. Because I told no one about this. I mean, not one person. This was all about me. And I could, and I could back out at any moment and no one would know. Then my mind flooded with concerns. What will my parents say or my fellow yoga teachers or my students? I mean, what if somebody I knew was in class? <gasps> The embarrassment, the humiliation. I almost got up from my seat when the song Can't Keep My Hands to Myself started playing on my iPhone. I looked down to see who was singing and there, staring back at me, was a naked Selena Gomez in a half-seated sort of twisty yoga pose. She spoke to me, girl, you got nothing to be scared of. I'm only 16 and I'm like naked all the time, like for no reason. Me, T-Swift, we go naked everywhere together. (laughs) You'll be fine. Sometimes when we don't know the reasons why we want to do something, we just have to follow our own curiosity. 
And in this case, my curiosity was in the form of Selena Gomez. And that little pep talk worked. I walked into bold and naked yoga in Chelsea with a fresh sense of confidence. I am 40. I've been naked in front of strangers before in Fearless Act number 29. And this time, everybody will be naked with me. I have nothing to worry about until I open the door. Charlene! My stomach dropped. Oh my God. My worst nightmare has come true. Somebody knows me here. Hey girl. Oh, you're about to take class. Mm-hmm. You go girl. I'm about to teach the all men class upstairs while you go get your groove on down here. He laughs. I felt somewhat relieved. It was just a fellow yoga teacher. He assured me I've done it a million times. You'll be fine. I peeked around the lobby area and there, standing all around me, were naked people everywhere. Um, excuse me? There's no changing area? Nope. There's no separate screen to disrobe? Nope. I just have to take everything off in front of everyone? Yep. Oh, geez. Then, before I can say, is there a bathroom? I saw a penis. And another penis. And another penis. Oh my God, another penis. Oh my God, there were penises everywhere. I felt like a five-year-old and I wanted to scream, no. For the first time in yoga, I was outnumbered. For every five penises, there were only one pair of boobies. (laughs) So this is where all the guys are. They're in naked yoga, figures. I took a breath and started undressing. First my shoes, then my socks, then my, well, well, done, naked, me. I grabbed my mat and rolled it out of the back of the dimly dimly lit studio. I kept looking forward. I was there for me, not to peek at anyone's, well, you know. The teacher was a woman, which was also a relief, and she was naked too. The lighting was, well, entertaining. First, it started as a red color, which I didn't mind as it hid all my cellulite on my thighs, but then it changed to blue, then yellow, then it got progressively brighter and brighter. I kept wondering if by the end of class there would be a big spotlight on us all and we'd win a celebratory hand mirror like, hey, you did it. You practice naked yoga in a big, bright room. But alas, that didn't happen. Once I got over the room, the lighting, the naked butts in front of me, I actually started to get lost in the flow. Yoga is where I feel safe, and this was no exception. Even though everything outside of me was, well, exposed, everything inside of me was the same, and I actually started to feel amazing and powerful and alive and free. I began to marvel how effortlessly my body moved through each pose with ease and control. I looked at my breasts, my stomach, my thighs, my legs, my arms in a way that I had never experienced before. I felt humbled. I felt grateful. And I wondered, why was I so hard on myself, on my body? I need to be kinder, more loving, more appreciative. Because I don't want to look back when I'm 80 and think, damn, I looked good. Why didn't I really know that then? By the end in Shavasana, I felt so relaxed and comfortable and at peace. I couldn't believe how far I've come. From the shameful tears of exposing my belly in a yoga class, to standing on a pedestal for artists to sketch me nude, to now lying naked with other naked strangers, I really shocked myself. I never in a million years would have guessed that I would actually enjoy this. When the class ended, I made a quick dash to the bathroom to get dressed. I just didn't feel comfortable chatting with anyone, naked. I waved goodbye to the teacher and jetted out the door. I had the experience I wanted, and that was enough for me. 39 acts down, one more to go. This is my 40.
You know, what's funny is after I got up and um, started to get dressed, I did notice this man was sort of eyeing me. And I had a moment of like, wouldn't this be so funny if like I met someone in, <laughs> in naked yoga? <laughs> like, you know, like, where do you go from there? Like, hey, and like, we're already naked, you know, like, how do you put clothes on? And let's go have a drink somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm, I suppose that happens to people. <laughs> I don't know, but it was really funny. The other thing I will say is when I was in the room, I really was looking at the other women. So there was probably, let's say there was 20 people in the room total. Five of us were women. Like that's how many men were in the room. And I noticed the women's bodies and I just kept thinking to myself, like women, our bodies are so beautiful. Like that was, that was more enticing to me or that made me pause was like, and also the women that were really comfortable, they were all much younger. And I just thought it's a real different generation. I think when you were, I think the millennial generation, they're just much more comfortable in their own skin. Um, you know, I think as a 40 year old woman or a woman in her forties, I just think that we just had a lot more shame growing up, growing up around that, you know? Um, it's such a different time and a different culture. And even now, you know, five years later, it's so different. Um, but I look at somebody like my niece who just much more comfortable in her body. You know, I think that with social media and the internet, um, what that is showing is there's all different kinds of bodies and there's all different kinds of people. And so it's getting, it's getting the younger generation a little bit more comfortable. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have a perfect model-esque figure to, to love your body. And so I think that that's good um, versus, you know, when I was growing up, even all of our, whoever was on television, like even the young kids, they all had to be perfect. They all had to have like really great bodies and, you know, and all that stuff. So I think just growing up, it felt very much like if you didn't have a perfect body, like you were always striving for that perfect body, you know? And, um, and I can only speak for myself, but even in my family, um, you know, if you were a woman and you were a little overweight, like, you know, people were talking about it and what are you doing about it? I mean, it was always an issue. It's just the amount of pressure that we as women, deal with when it comes to our weight is so, it's disgusting. I hate it. And I think that if it took me till I was 40 to appreciate my body, and I still have moments where I'm like, you know, I catch myself because, you know, that voice doesn't necessarily go away. You just get better at, you know, at just quieting it. You just get better at saying, you know what? No, not today. <laughs> I love my body, you know? And I think about that so much because, it's so true to have that moment being like, you know, why am I so hard on myself? Like, why, why am I so critical of my body and the way that it looks? And, and even as I age, you know, like looking at, you know, like when I smile and the, the wrinkles or whatever, crow's feet in my eyes and like this pressure to stay young. And, you know, I haven't done anything. I haven't gotten Botox at all or done anything to my face. And sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I should, you know, and I'm thinking, should what, what are you talking about? But there is this sort of like underneath, there's like this pressure that, oh, maybe I should do those things because it'll make me feel better, you know? And then I'm thinking, is that really true? Like, is that really mine? Or is that something that 
um, I'm feeling because society is telling me that, that I should, you know, it's, it's interesting. Cause I was even, I was watching the bachelor and, um, I mean, let's face it, like what else is on, you know? And sometimes I just need to turn my brain off and watch something really mindless. Um, so I was watching the bachelor and I thought, you know, if I didn't have television and culture and movies telling me what romance really was, how would I think romance was? Like, what would I actually want? You know, like what would I feel is what, what does love mean to me? Like romantic love, you know, because it's true. We get spoon fed this, this messaging that it should be a certain way. And it's like, once you get older, you have to really step back and go, is that really mine? Do I really believe that? Or is that just something that's been fed to me all these years, you know? Because that is something that I'm really starting to see is how much I have to kind of deprogram all of those thoughts and all of those beliefs that aren't mine, that just got just got placed there because I watch television and I watch pop culture and I watch these movies that are all the freaking same. It's like over and over and over again. If you look on Netflix, it's like every single romantic comedy. It's like pathetic. Like there's no variation. There's no nuance. And I just, that's not how real life is, you know? And I don't even think people are telling the truth when they're in marriages and relationships and like what it's really like. I mean, if you're lucky, you surround yourself with people that are telling you the truth. And I I happen to have really good friends that are in relationships and are married and they do talk to me and they are telling me the truth. But I think it's this, there's this facade that we all buy into and it takes a long time, you know? I mean, I'm I'm already 45 and I'm questioning, you know, is that really what I believe love is? Like you just go on a couple dates and you feel good and you're like, woohoo-hoo. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know, you know, but it's something to think about when you're looking at yourself in the mirror and when you're going out into the world and you're, you know, building relationships and connecting with people. It's something to really consider. Like, is this really how... I feel, or is this something that I'm just believing to be true because it's been a part of my culture, you know, my whole life. And that's why I think it's really important to not only develop a meditation practice and to focus in on sort of deprogramming all that, but it's important to travel and to see what other, you know, countries are doing to experience other people. And because it really is so different. That's why I love traveling I love going, you know, being outside of of the United States and experiencing like, you know, the way people are, it's so different. They don't just take things for granted. There's not this like self-centeredness that is very American. Um, And so I think, you know, and it's interesting because during this time, you think that this time would really humble us. And I don't know if, I don't really know what will happen, what we'll look back on. I think, yes, a lot of us are humbled um, by being in this for, you know, this long. But I also think some people just aren't quite there. <laughs> They're still really kind of feeling um, angry and and that's okay. But I wonder what this time, like what people are really going to take from this time. You know, it, it could have been so different. We could have all, you know, bonded together, like the way 9-11 happened. I just remember when it happened, you know, we were all 
it was just a different experience. People were really humbled and we helped each other. And it was about bringing everyone together. And I feel like this pandemic with the administration that we had before, like it was just about ripping people apart and name calling and it became so political. It just got really ugly. And so that, that makes me sad. I think that there's a lot of I mean, I don't know. I guess it all had to happen the way that it did, you know? Um, so I'm still I'm still processing it and uncovering a lot of it. And, you know, the good thing is, is I think if you are somebody that's self-aware, which I'm sure that you are because you're listening to this, you have asked yourself these questions and you are working towards, you know, understanding how you can move towards, you know, who you're really truly meant to be. And you want to do this kind of work and you want to live with purpose and fulfillment and with meaning and you want to help people and you, first and foremost, you want to help yourself. You want to feel better about being who you are. And that's what this time has really been about for me is like, you know, what do I have to offer? What do I really want to say? What do I, how do I really want to show up in the world? And that's why I've been doing you know, all of this work with the coaching and then also even getting involved with doing soul readings. I mean, it's something that I've always been interested. I've always been so curious about like, why did we come here? You know, like as a soul, like what, what drew me to this physical experience at this time? What were the lessons that I needed to learn? You know, I feel like I know, um, and I've talked very openly about it, but like, what is it about me that wants to push myself and do these fearless things and why do I want to, you know, inspire others to do the same? You know, there is something to that that I feel um, very, very connected to, which is this understanding that there really is a, a larger purpose to why we're here. And I want to help people get there. I want to be sort of a mirror to show you that you have so much to offer and and there's so much beauty and magic and fun and playfulness that that so many of us aren't tapping into because we get locked in this idea that we should be making more money and we should be doing this and we should it's like screw the should <laughs> what is it that you really want what is it that you're curious about what is it that that fills your heart, you know, what lights you up when you think about it. These are the questions that we should be asking ourselves. And this is why I'm asking you. So with that, I'm going to end this episode. And next week I will do another episode because I want to kind of um, end the season of sharing all of these fearless acts and then do a new season where I'm interviewing people that are fearless I think that would be really exciting and fun and cool. Um, so stay tuned for that and definitely check out the show notes. And I'm going to end this episode with a song that a friend of mine asked me to record for her niece and it's called Lean On Me, the great late Bill Withers song. Here you go. Some in our lives We all have pain Tomorrow
And yeah, and that's it. So thank you for listening. And I'm sending all of you so much love and support. Here we are, 2021. Deep, full breaths. And I would love to support you in your journey. So if you are interested in taking your own fearless journey, please schedule a 
free discovery call. I would love to hear what it is that lights you up and how we can work together to support you in achieving that and walking down that path and really just feeling good in those moments of feeling despair or feeling doubt or feeling like you're not good enough. So my friends, I will end once again with another song of mine. I will see you next week. I'm going to really try to knock these out um, weekly. So we are almost at the end. We're at 38. We got 39, which is naked yoga. And then I end up doing a few more past 40. And I'll explain all of that um, when I get to number 40. Have a beautiful, beautiful day, everyone. Take care. Bye.
Oh 